Uh, I was on an airplane flying in uh, Mary sleeps while I fly. She's got a wonderful gift. As she hits that airplane seat, she's out. And I have a wonderful gift that I, I'm, I have more time to, to do some things I need to do. But uh, I was flying in from up north. You know, God does some good things up north. And uh, he uh, shared with me that, you know, you, uh, you thank me for a lot of things. Not do. But uh, you need to praise me for who I am and not just thank me. And so on that airplane flight, I've shared this at a couple of churches here. The Lord gave me a, a series of praising him for who he is. I don't feel like being funny tonight. I like humor. I like joy. But I feel like this is going to be a serious service. Uh, give me, give me, come into his courts. Jesus' name. Father, I just want. Tell you that I love you. I want to say that He's awesome and He's Almighty. He can do anything. Nothing's impossible for Him. That's who He is. By the way, He's brilliant and He's beautiful. He's brilliant in His glory and He's beautiful in His holiness. That's who He is, and not who He is is what He does. He's caring and He's compassionate. He's concerned about everything that bothers you and everything that hurts you. He said he numbers the hair on your head. He didn't have a whole lot of trouble with you. He doesn't have dominion. He is dominion. He has all authority in heaven and earth. And he rules and he reigns. The devil don't rule. He rules and he reigns. The devil's really a tool. And he has the last word on everything. Not some things, but everything. Don't care what it looks like, smells like, feels like, he's going to have the last word if we'll just trust him. And furthermore, he's from everlasting to everlasting. And he is our everything. <laughs> yes, he is. He's faithful and he's full of favor. And whatever we set our hands to do, we're going to prosper. We cannot fail because the favor of God is on us in Jesus' name. And he's great and he's gracious and he yearns to be gracious to each one of us. And he yearns to bless us coming in and going out. That's the Father. That's who he is. And out of who he is is what he does in Jesus' name. And he's holy. And he's hotly lifted. And his train fills this temple. By the way, his name is Jesus. And he's indescribable. 
and he's indestructible and he's infinite. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's the beginning and the ending. That's our Father. That's who we serve. Come alive. I love you. And he, the Father is joy. I heard Reinhardt say in our last remnant conference that the DNA of the Father is joy. And he reminded me of that in the airplane. He's joy. <laughs> and in his presence, there's fullness of joy. And he, he laughs at his enemy. He's overjoyed tonight at us. He's, he's, he's sort of excited about us tonight. And the joy of the Lord is our strength, by the way. So it's good to get in his presence. That's where his joy flows from. He's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And again, Jesus is his name. And he's loving and he's long-suffering. He knew what he got when he got you, but he got you anyhow. And your sins are as far as the east is from the west, and he remembers them no more in Jesus' name. So don't listen to the spirit of guilt and condemnation. That's not his voice. He's long-suffering. He's very patient. God, help me to be patient as you are with us, Jesus' name. And he's magnificent and he's merciful. And his mercies are new every morning and great is his faithfulness. That's, that's who we serve. And I said this morning, he, he's merciful. He's ready to save. He's ready to restore. He's ready to forgive. He's ready to bless. That's who our Father is. And out of who he is, that's what he does. Jesus' name. And he's near and he's never late. God's with us. God's in us. God's for us. So who, who can be against us? And furthermore, he's omnipotent. He's all-powerful. He's omnipresence. He's everywhere. He's omniscient. He has all knowledge. He knows everything about you. Your thoughts will fall off. And he never leaves us nor forsakes. That's who we serve. So let's praise him. We praise you, Father, for who you are. Hallelujah. But I'd have to make this one carnal comment, uh, and then we're going to get in the Word. I'm at 2 Corinthians 5.12. Joshua did fix our phones. Thank you, Joshua. Mary got back to the room. She was a little aggravated that her email had been changed. You changed her email and, and her password. And I said, Mary, you got three people that email you. Just email, just text them your email, and, and it's over with. All right, now back to the Word. You can, you can see where we're headed. 2012, the year of new beginnings. 2011, I don't know about for you, but for me there's been some ups and downs. There are seasons in our life. There's been seasons of excitement. I get reports of NRP churches that are healthy and growing. That's excitement to me. See, what's happening at my son's church, Lifehouse, is exciting to me. Having just written the third book, Prophet said 28 years ago I'd write books, that's been such an excitement thing for my life. And more's coming out of me. I'm going to write one on the Father's heart.
Uh, there'll be another, another one coming. And also, there's been seasons of setbacks. I'm burying a generation now. My generation is being buried. They're dying. Thank God for the new generation coming up. I'm generational. I'm going to live to pour my life into the next generation and then in the second generation behind that generation. And so I'm excited about that. I'm in my season and in my generations. Uh, and we've seen some pastors, we've seen pastors come and we've seen some go out of NRP. And, and uh, I, the four that left us this past year, I loved them, I served them. And, and it's like losing a church member for, for me is when I lose a pastor. But, but I, I can't live back there. I, I release people. And I got no grace to live in the past. I got no grace to unscramble eggs. And so I just move forward in Jesus' name and, and love those that we still have just like you do in your church. So, so that, that's, that's okay. That's all right. God rules and God reigns and God has the last word. But 2012 is going to be our year of new beginnings. That's a prophetic word I believe the Holy Spirit gave me for, for you tonight. Uh, for 2 Corinthians 5.17, I know this deals with salvation, but it has a word in it. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Thank God I'm a new creation. Uh, Mary would shout to that one. All things have passed away. Behold, all things. <laughs> all things have become new. What a great life we live. In Jesus' name. We serve the God of new beginnings. At the end of the book, the revelator saw it. He said in Revelations 21:4, God shall wipe all tears from your eyes. There shall be no more death, sorrow nor crying, neither any more pain. He that sat upon the throne, he rules and he reigns. He said, Behold, I make all things new. Come on, Jesus. You're going to make all things new. This is going to be the year of new beginnings for the NRP church pastors and other pastors and missionaries that are here in Jesus' name. And I'm going to Isaiah chapter 43 where that text is up there. And if you follow me, I'm going to stay in this text for a while and expound on it. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Can't live back there. There's better days ahead. In Jesus' name. Behold, I do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Now. I like now. I will even make a road in the wilderness. God said, I'm going to make rivers in your deserts. In Jesus' name. So for the full impact of what the Holy Spirit's saying, I want you to look back at verse 14. I want us to consider four titles of honor of who He is to encourage a new beginning. Number one, the Lord says, thus saith the Lord, your Redeemer. I'm reminded that He is our Redeemer, in whom we have redemption through His blood and the forgiveness of our sin according to the riches of His grace. Thank God I've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. <laughs> that means I've been set free. I've been set free from the power of sin, from the power of selfishness. I've been set free from this present world system. I've been set free to help others be set free. I've been set free to laugh and to love and to live and to, be, and to stay in the fullness of His joy. I, I'm of the redeemed, and now in covenant, I move it to a third party somewhere to help them in Jesus' name. 
And so in my redemption, joy comes out of me. I shared this testimony with some of you here. Uh, I went and got an ultrasound uh, of my heart. I, I, I believe in checking my body out every now and then, find well to make sure uh, it, it's running right. And, and, and uh, I went to a young lady, uh, her name was Lauren Markey, and she did an ultrasound. And that morning I had sat in the presence of Jesus and I was full of joy. Oh, joy was just coming out of me. And she knew I was a pastor. And two weeks later I came back to do an ultrasound on my legs. And, and, and she said, before you, you get in the room and, and get ready to do the ultrasound, I, I want to tell you something, that when you came in here two weeks ago, if you'd asked me my religion, <laughs> I told you I was an atheist. But I felt something coming off of you. It's called the joy of the Lord. So I want to let you know I got born again last week. Hallelujah. That made my day. And it's making my night. I love her in Jesus' name. And that's, I'm part of her and I pray for her. And I told, told, talked to her about Marvis Marion. So her na husband's name is Dave. She calls him Dynamic Dave. <laughs> she, she's a kicker. She's going to do some damage to the darkness in Jesus' name. The second title of honor to encourage us of new beginnings is I am the Lord, your Holy One. I mentioned that in my little, uh, my little thing of praise. I just want to say that God is holy. There's no pride in God. There's no lust in God. There's no selfishness in God. That's the definition of holiness that he gave me. And, and God is holy. He makes good his word. All his promises are yes and amen under the glory of God. Our Father, God is holy. Let hell holler. He's going to have the last word on your church membership and on the, on the fallout of church membership and on every financial setback. God is holy, and he's going to have the last word. He rules and he reigns in Jesus' name. So that title encourages me for new beginnings. Then the third title of honor that encourages me for new beginnings should encourage us. He is the creator of Israel. He is our creator. I learned a few things in Hebrew in the seminary. I learned the word barah. I think I'm pronouncing it right. Am I pronouncing create, the word create right? Did you take Hebrew? You look like a scholar. Okay, well, I took Hebrew, and I, I, the, when I finished, the professor told me to get the uh, New American Standard. I needed it. It was the most accurate translation of the, of the uh, Old Covenant. <laughs> Barah means out of nothing he creates something. When he said, let there light be light, there was no light, and light came. Isn't that wonderful? We serve a great, great creator, and out of nothing he makes something, and I was nothing. I was nothing. In the B.C. days, Mary said I had four horns and two tails. And, and, and out, of that, out of that wicked state, God took the horns off and the tails off, and he put a new spirit in, and God gave her a new husband. I still rejoice over that. I never forget the first time I took the trash out. I never would take trash out. She did it all. And after I got born again, I found myself on the highway taking the trash. I said, man, look at here. <laughs> Something's happened. <laughs> that may sound small to you. It's a lot to her. Uh, I was wicked. But anyway, he's our creator. 
the wonder of God in creation. Brother Dick, every, every time you, you, you see a storm coming, you pull your car over and you worship God. He, God Brother Dick, uh, he has the wonder of worship in him about the Creator. I read, I read about this guy, Nikola Testa, who invented alternating currents. Uh, that's the current that supplies the lights in here tonight and, and the electricity. And, and every time you throw the switch on, he's the guy that was responsible for all that. And he was God-fearing, and he loved God as his Redeemer and his Creator. And, and, and the, the testimony I read about him is that every time a thunderstorm came, and this reminds me of you, Brother Dick, he'd, stand by the, he'd sit by the window. And when the lightning would hit and the thunder clap, he'd rise up to his feet and he'd give the Lord a clap offering. <laughs> when somebody gets saved in, in, your, in your church next Sunday, you, you, ought to, you ought to stand up on the chairs and stand up and give the Lord a clap offering for the miracle of salvation in Jesus' name. Can you say amen? We, we, need, to, we, we need to enjoy the wonder of His creation, the wonder of His redemption in Jesus' name. Come on, Jesus, help us to worship you as our Creator. And, and, and that encourages for new beginnings. Then, then the fourth title of honor that, that should encourage us for new beginnings, the Scripture said, He's your King in Jesus' name. He's your Creator. He is our king. He owns us lock, stock, and barrel. 1 Corinthians six nineteen says, What know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost who is in you, which you have of God? You're not your own, for you have been bought with the price. That's the blood of Jesus. Therefore glorify God in your body and your spirit, which are God's. Jesus is Lord and Jesus is king. He not only owns us, but he presides over us. In Jesus' name. Micah the prophet prophesied about the great king because Israel was surrounded by the Syrian army and then uh, another prophet declared that how God had God had had sent an angel and killed 885 185,000 Assyrians in one night wiped them out and the king of Assyria departed come on Jesus and and Micah described it the breaker our Messiah will go up before us he, we will break through our enemy, our king, the Lord, will go before us. So that this is the second month, the seventh day of the year of our Lord, 2012. The Lord is over us, and he goes before us, and he's going to give us a breakthrough, Brother Ron, into new beginnings. In Jesus' name, I declare over Living Stone Church that this is going to be a year of new beginnings. In every ending, there is a new beginning. In Jesus' name. And I've walked with this church for the last, y'all been through some stuff. Y'all been through some heartaches and setbacks, and so has my son and some of the rest of you. But thank God that, hey, it ain't over till the skinny lady sings. How <laughs> I many you know we serve the God of hope? We serve the God of a better day. There's a better day coming. Jeremiah 29, 11 described it. You know the plans I have for you, saith the Lord. And this is for tonight. There are plans for good and not disaster to give you a future and to give you hope. Hope has a voice. Hope says the worst day is behind you and the best day is ahead of you. Hope says the day of adversity will turn into a day of prosperity. That's what hope says. Hope says there may be weeping for the night, but joy is coming in the morning in Jesus' name. Hope says that on every ending, it's God's opportunity for a new beginning. I, I enjoy the God of hope in Jesus' name. He's the God of new beginning. And in, in this text, in verse 16 and 17, he reminds the old people 
of their rich history. Their rich history. They were brought up out of Egypt. As they were brought out, God said, I made a way in the sea and a path through the mighty waters. I split the Red Sea wide open for you. He's the way maker. He'll make a way where there seems to be no way. That's who we serve. Then he reminded them in verse 17, Who brings forth the chariot and horse, the army and the power? They shall lie down together. They shall not arise. They are extinguished. They are quenched like a wick. I cast the chariots and the horses and the army into the bottom of the sea. And out of that great deliverance, the song of the Lord came to Moses. He said, I will sing of the Lord. <laughs> For he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and rider, he's thrown into the sea. Our enemy is no match for God. We may not be no match for our enemy at times, but our enemy is no match for God. The Lord is my strength and my song. The Lord is a man of war. Thank God he's a warrior. And a prophet said a, a warring anointing will be released tonight. Pastor Stephen and Laura, I rejoice in the rich history of RCC, Reserve Christian Church, which is now Lifehouse. I rejoice in our rich history. God's done some great things. Greater things are coming. But I rejoice in the rich history. The charismatic movement, what a move of God. We need another move of God. But what a move of God. What a move of God. The Levites were born. Susie, you were the, one of the main instrument players in that great group called the Levites. Man, we kicked it out the park. The song of the Lord would come. Y'all just be up there playing, and one would you'd get a melody, and one would get a verse, and and the song of the Lord would come, and we'd just roll in the river, and the river was there, and we'd just stay in the song of the Lord. Never seen. Then we'd sing in the Spirit. Then we'd sing in understanding. We it was like waves of the Holy Spirit coming in. I rejoice in that rich history, brother Dick. World missions was born out of that mood. What a great touch the world. Millions of souls. One computer, one office, one missionary. That's what we started with. They laughed at us. I had some main great leaders say, what are you going to do with one office and one computer, one missionary? I said, we're going to touch the world. <laughs> we did. I rejoiced in our brother Bill Shanks where you at. I rejoiced in our great history. Pro-life movement was birthed out of, out of RCC. And, man, we've, we kicked some abortion mills down. We shut some mills down. We shut five down in New Orleans. Baton Rouge is abortion-free because of that move. Six are down in New Orleans. Hey, hey and, and we brought abortion to the table. And, brother, brother Keith, you helped lead us in that great rescue movement, which I think was the greatest reformation thing that happened in the last 20 years was that movement. It's, it's, in, it's recorded in heaven. It will never be recorded in the textbook of our nation, but in heaven it's recorded. Tens of thousands of unborn babies were saved. <laughs> what, a, what a great history that we've had. And the list goes on. But then it tells me in verse 18, 
Do not remember the former things. Don't consider, don't major on that. For behold, I do a new thing. Man, that's exciting. Look all he's done. He said a new thing is about to happen. And it's going to spring forth in Jesus' name. So I'm not to focus, not to focus on the past moves of God. I'll get sentimental and I won't be fit to move forward. So I'm not going to focus on that. I'm not going to think for a moment that the former days are going to be greater than the days that are ahead of us. And I'm not for a moment to think that RCC had the greater days than Lifehouse will ever have. No, the greater days are coming. The move of God is on the way. I can smell the move. I can feel the wind. I can sense the rushing river coming up. I'm telling you, we're headed for the greatest move of God this world has ever seen in Jesus' name. I know it don't look like it. It don't smell like it. But it's going to happen as the darkness gets dark. And it's going to get darker. The glory of God's coming to the church. I'm talking to the remnant church, the church that's under authority, the church that's ready to do something, that's the church that's ready to take back our culture and bring Jesus to the world. That's who Jesus is coming to. That's the kind of church, and this legacy is that kind of church, and the glory of God is going to fill this church. Come on, let's give the Lord a shout offering. Hallelujah, Jesus. God's getting ready to do a new thing. God is progressive in Revelation. He... He does more to tomorrow than He did today. He's always progressive. He's always moving forth. The Holy Ghost is a mighty river. He doesn't go backwards. He goes forward. And that river is always moving, always turning, always rushing, always gushing. It's a mighty river. Let's get in it in Jesus' name for heaven's sake. Come on, in Jesus' name. And Brad, you hit, you hit the river. You hit the river yesterday in one of the songs. You hit the river, and thank God you stayed there. Worship leaders, when you hit the river, don't move on. Stay in the river and let us swim in that river in Jesus' name. And so God's getting ready to do some great things. He's getting ready to do something new in Jesus' name. He's progressive. Haggai declared it. The glory of the latter house should be greater than that of the former house. The first church was a great church. It had the former rain. The latter house will have the former rain and the latter rain. We're going to have a double mantle of what the first church had. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know when it's going to happen. But I know one thing, this prophetic word is going to happen. And God's getting ready to do a new, new thing. And He's going to make rivers to come in where there's deserts. And if you feel like you're in a desert, get ready. The river's getting ready to flood you if you'll trust Him in Jesus' name. God's going to keep His word. I rejoice. So together... Together. I want to bring it home now. I want to bring it on home. I don't know if you remember that song, song bring it on home. Bring your sweet loving. That's my wife. I want to bring it home. Naomi and Ruth lived in Moab, the place of setbacks and heartbreaks. Naomi had a husband, and she had two sons. And one son married Ruth in all... All three died. The husband and the two sons died. And in death and despair, they had a... Let me do a little, little bit, Brother Larry. I, I'm not good on the chair, but he's good. He's tremendous. But in the midst of death and despair, they had a need of new beginnings, and they made two decisions. 
for a new beginning. And I want to encourage you to make these two decisions. They made a decision, decided to leave, and not to grieve. That's a good decision. When you go through a setback, and if you're a pastor, you're going to go through some. You're going to go through a lot of it, a lot of setbacks and sorrows in your life. You can either, you have a choice. You can either grieve and regret until you die, or in the midst of tears, just go forward. That, well, I ain't sitting down, and I'm not going to grieve and regret. I'm not going to try to figure out what I did do or I didn't do, what I couldn't have done and what I should have done. I'm just going to pick up the grace of God and go forward in Jesus' name. When my lovely Lynn died, that, that was the, we still miss her. But I can't live there. And the day after her death, the devil jumped in my head and said, you should have did this. You could have did that. I was getting tormented. I realized it was wasn't my father talking to me. So I did everything I needed to do. I said, uh-uh, devil. Not living back there. I have no grace to live back there. I'm not going back there. Then I said, Mary, I guess we should take a month or two off. I said, no, Rod. Can't take off. First place we went. Just two, three weeks later was Livingstone Church where your daddy sent me in his presbytery and honored me. We've been going forward ever since. My Satan is meant for our destruction. God is now turning for edification. God has the last word. Come on, give God a shout. Woo! <laughs> I don't understand sorrow. I have so much joy. <laughs> Sorrow has turned into joy in Jesus' name. So we can't dwell on the past. He said, Behold, I'm doing a new thing. That's what he says here in his word. The second decision for a new beginning, believe in providence rather than coincidence. Providence, all the way from death and despair of Moab, God was directing Ruth to Bethlehem for an eternal purpose. What seemed to have been a major setback and heartbreak, God was working behind the scenes. It didn't make sense to either one of them. A lot of things I've experienced don't make sense to the natural mind, but God has a plan. And, and His providence, that's His plan. And He wants to bless us coming in and going out. He wants us to prosper in all that we're doing. So, Pastor, as you, you're going through change and transition, transition, there's going to be some pain sometime, but just remember, you're, you're moving in providence in Jesus' name as long as you stay, as long as you stay right with God. Larry, Larry grabbed me, and he's walking out. He said, Brother Rod, y'all got something good going. They brought Rod, stay pure. That was his last word to me when he left. I, I, I received that in Jesus' name. God is working out an eternal purpose. In the, in the land of Judah, Ruth meets Boaz and becomes her kinsman redeemer. So Boaz, Ruth 14, took Ruth, and she was his wife. And the Lord gave her conception. I like that. She bore a son and called him Obed. 
generation. Obed became the father of Jesse. Father of David. God had a purpose. I looked at the genealogy after I read that. I'm not going to read the whole genealogy, so relax. Abraham beget Isaac. And Isaac beget Jacob. And Jacob beget Judas. And Judas beget Perez. I'm, this is, I'm Cajun. And Zerah of Tamar. And Pharaoh beget Hezron. And Hezron began Ram. I got that right. And Ram beget Amadab. And Amadab beget Nation. And Nation beget Salmon. Is it Salmon or Solomon? Solomon beget Boaz of Rahab. And Boaz beget Obed of Ruth. And Obed beget Jesse. <laughs> God had a purpose. And Jesse beget David the king. And I move on. And, and Eliad beget Eliezer. Eliezer beget Mathen. Mathen beget Jacob. And Jacob beget Joseph, the husband of Mary. Of whom? Was born Jesus. Was called the Christ. God had a purpose. And Ruth had a new beginning. I want to declare to you in 2012, give me the music. It's going to be your year, new beginning. Don't be surprised this year if you might have a setback. You're living in enemy territory. But remember, God rules. If there is an ending to a relationship. There's going to be another new beginning in Jesus' name. And every casualty of war you're going to experience, God's going to add replacements. In Jesus' name, because you're his boy, and you're his girl, <laughs> and he's got you in the palm. I'm not a sissy, but I'm, I'm just touched. In Jesus' name. I just want us to sit in the presence of God for just a minute. I just sense a presence. I sense the presence all week here. I just want us to just to sit in His presence. Father, we just love You. We honor You. We bless Your name, Jesus. We love You, Jesus. We bless Your name. Come in my courts. Come in my courts. The Lord said, Behold, I'm doing a new thing. New things happen. I'd like for the apostolic team with their wives, husbands, and wives to come up here and to stand. Jesus' name.
harvest that man this year too. Way is open. I just want to claim this for all of you tonight that's here, the pastor and his wife and even other members here, that, that, that this year is going to be a new beginning. Bob and Susan, I, 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 I know that you're, you've been recovering, but I just declare for your church it's going to be a new, new beginning. 2011 was a year of new beginning for Dora and Linda Jackson. That don't mean there's going to be some other new beginnings, but... I'm telling them, I went there year before last and we had people leaving and, and things happening and, and it was okay. The flow was okay. But I went this year, 2011, that was 2010. I'm telling you, it was like daylight had come. The night had turned into day. The weeping had turned into joy. I said, Mary, something fantastic is happening in this church. God did a new thing. And so, pastors, I don't care what it looks like. God's getting ready to do a new thing in Jesus' name. So as you stand to your feet, you stand to your feet. I, I, I want us to just do some impartation, laying on of hands and an impartation uh, that is going to be released tonight. And, and uh, uh, brother, you have something. 